Welcome to Cultural Quarter of an Hour with me, Charlotte Foster. This is a podcast all about Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire. We are unashamedly positive about the area and we unashamedly sing this area's praises. We do this by looking at the area's culture. Now this can be anything from events that are taking place, history of the area, but most importantly, it is the people. Welcome to this week's episode of Cultural Quarter of an Hour. I hope you are well. I hope you've managed to get out and enjoy the sunshine that we've been having. Isn't it glorious? And just in time for the school holidays. Let's see how long this will last day. Eh? Well, in this week's episode, I've been chatting to Vicky McGarvey. She is from the Stoke and Ofstaff's Women's Network. Earlier this year, I was approached by the team at the Women's Network to get involved in a project they were doing themselves. It's a film all about women in ceramics. It's called Bound by Clay. I um I hosted the uh, the International Women's Day event they put on earlier this year in Spode in March, funnily enough, on International Women's Day, uh, where we had a little sneaky peek of the film Bound by Clay and sort of chatted about the women's role in, in ceramics in Stoke-on-Trent. And now the full film is out and ready for everyone to watch. It had its premiere recently. So I caught up uh, with Vicky to find out more about the background to the project, why they wanted to do this and what's going to happen next. The project comes to the end uh, at the end of July this year. We've done the film so far. We've started the educational resource, which will be online and we're just putting together quotes for the book that we want to produce. Why was it so important that you recognise the role women played in ceramics? Within this area, there's a, there is a tradition, obviously, of industrial ceramics, and industrial ceramics does not always recognise the skills of the people that are in the industry. And we're aware that a large percentage of people that were employed within industrial ceramics were women. Now we hear of Susie Cooper, we hear of Clarice Cliff, but even Susie Cooper and Clarice Cliff had a host of women working behind them that weren't acknowledged. And these are skills that are decreasing, they're disappearing, and we wanted to celebrate that and acknowledge and document it before it was too late. S and ceramics, even if you're not employed within ceramics within Stoke-on-Trent, everybody feels they've got a slight personal investment in it or they have a tail or some of their family have been employed of it. And for women, it was not only about the skills they were presenting or producing or using, but also the fact it was a whole kind of community that women were involved with and out of things like that came social networks as in not technical social networks as in social networks in the old-fashioned sense of the word where you you made your friends your family your friends but also the fact that it was unionization the women fought about conditions and there's a whole range of social and economic creative skills around the culture of women within the workplace that are evidential within the pottery industry. For me personally I loved it because I loved the, the big 
factory atmosphere. You'd always got a good relationship with most of the people there. I was the young, youngest one there to start with. The older girls, they were 19, 20, 21 year olds. All I wanted to do was to be like them. They come in on a Friday with their little bags and they got rollers and shampoo and scarves. And Friday dinner time, they go to the toilets and in the sinks wash each other's hair, put the rollers in and sit singing away in the afternoon with the scarves on, ready to go out on the night. Everybody was so friendly. Everybody looked after each other. Lots of camaraderie, they're uh, very helpful working as a team. It's like a little family. Um, everybody did everything for each other, helped each other, were very close-knit. There was a real sense of community, wasn't there? People came, and, and the women had a really special role in ceramics. Yes, I think from the beginning, I mean, whether it's something that women naturally do, I don't like to use the word natural, obviously being a feminist, but you know, that kind of innate community supporting, talking about the family, allowing you, you know, encouraging your family to work within ceramics, but also that kind of family feel and the supportive environment that women have within within the workplace. It might also be that economically, not necessarily economically, but the way that the work was organised allows that element of social communication, sharing of stories, because in the larger parts of the factory, it might not have been able to do that because it was very noisy, but maybe the things like the more fine wear, the, from gilding to actually the painting, women creatively do that as well as sharing their own personal experiences. And historically, we know that women share a lot via craft. It's uh, it's something that, that can bring women together. So not only are they creating something, but they're also sharing life experiences, tales, singing. So I think naturally, maybe in a crafts way, that, that happens. I think if you were in a very large, loud workshop or the loud part of the factory, it might be more challenging. But I think just by the nature of maybe the way that, that the setup of the work is and the, and the nature of the work was conducive for that. And for women, it was a way that they built up their social networks and just naturally fell into that kind of sharing and creating at the same time. What did you learn from um, from Bound by Clay? Well, for me, it's been quite a, an experience because obviously I have a historical or heritage awareness of the importance of ceramics within the area and the pottery industry can't fail to, to, to kind of be involved in some shape or form because I was brought up in Burslem. So we were surrounded by pottery factories when I was young. Parents, My parents didn't work in it, but I had friends whose parents worked in it. I had friends who had boyfriends that worked in it or even if they didn't, you know, it was, it was a very, it was a big thing of the culture um, with respect to um, Stoke-on-Trent. But with regards Bound by Clay, for me, the eye-opener was the way that it shaped people's lives, the important social aspect, but also the importance of creativity and the need for women to, and also men to need to be acknowledged as being creatively part of industry and industry is not necessarily acknowledged as a creative enterprise but they have these skills that are dying 
we talk about Rita and the way that she makes her flowers. You know, these these skills are, are, are disappearing. And as much as we would celebrate basket weaving or weaving, you know, these, these skills were important to women. And I don't think I ever thought about it in a creative way. I thought of it very much as industrial. We're very proud of our industry. We know it generates income. We know it's had an impact on the community and the lack of it has led to probably the breakdown of communities within this area. But it was the first time I suppose I started thinking about creativity, the loss of skills and the important preservation and acknowledgement of those women. The, the kind of, the women that produced but were not acknowledged by name, just purely by mark. And for me, that that was the focus. And for me, it got me thinking about the way we present heritage in this area. It's great that we're regenerating around studio pottery, but also I think there was a part of the story that's been missing. And for me now, I, I'm thinking about doing extra research in that area. I've just applied for an MPhil that I'm looking at the way that we can preserve industrial heritage and that knowledge all people in that so that's it's changed me in the way that I my attitude towards industrial production I see I've seen a created skillful side which before we probably just took for granted has that surprised you how much it's changed you I think so because I'm naturally like my degree was in sociology many years ago and I see everything through organizations and the way things are socially and for me acknowledgement of contribution to industry and contribution to the economy or so uh, the social fabric of a of, of a place is really important to acknowledge those people but for me the actual digging down and looking at the depth beyond the design actually so ev- everybody in Stoke-on-Trent talks about pottery and many people have heirlooms and things that, that that parents have left them or grandparents have left them and we talk very much about the object, the beauty of the object, but we don't actually go even deeper to that and talk about the creativity around the the actual fine production of it. So it's beyond the painting and beyond the the actual finished article, but actually the creativity around all the different processes that are required to have that beautiful end product or even that more utilitarian end product. So for me, it was actually thinking I appreciate design and I appreciate beauty, but actually to go down and acknowledge all the elements in the production process that had a creative skill was kind of new to me. And it's not necessarily the most beautiful part of the job, but it's actually necessary in order to produce the finished article. And that was a surprise to me to start thinking about moulds and, and you know the way that... that pottery is kind of pulled together from the very raw material into the finished object that that was a surprise for me and now uh, I see the importance of actually acknowledging that element of production which isn't the most beautiful part but isn't really important as a preservation and from a heritage perspective what's the reaction been from other people when they've seen the film I think there's um unexpected emotion that people have had. I know when we did the premiere at the film theatre, there were groups of us that had seen it before that, but even seen it once, twice on that night, we've, we still had emotions and we, we still found it quite tearful. I think it ranged from 
laughter to tears to reflections so for something that was 50 minutes long I, I think hearing women talk about their own experiences from different perspectives because the stories are not generic and I think that is a danger when it comes to heritage we um, heritage Guization, as I think is the word, we become over generic about heritage, but people's experiences are different, and therefore we need to capture that individual. And for some people, it was a very serious business. Some people might not have enjoyed it. Some did like the social aspect, but also the uh, personal investment creates a whole range of emotions which are unexpected. There was a lot of laughter. I think people found that that you know the tales that people talk about but also the sorrow of losing jobs and also the tearfulness around women talking about having friendships and being together in that way, but also a responsibility around the fact that we also need to give the additional narrative that it wasn't great for everybody. It's not always the best working environment. And that was quite a responsibility to make sure that we try and capture, I suppose, the, the sweet and the sour of the whole setup. So that, I don't think there was one emotion, but that's kind of pretty much symbolic of pottery, really. You know, it's not, it's a range of emotions and at any one time. I'm guessing it wasn't hard to get many stories from the women in the area. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And, and I know that people like Ray Johnson have, have, have talked to women before. And I think talking about the past, but actually at being acknowledged that that's a contribution is really important f for women. And People are quite self-deprecating. I, I think that's 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 how um, maybe the way that we we don't encourage people within society to big up what they do. And actually, the history of ceramics in this area, if you look at it, there was not a lot of support in relation to progression within the industry. You were kind of put into one particular place, and we're not encouraged to progress either artistically or creatively. And for for women to have the opportunity to talk about it and for it to be captured it it wasn't it wasn't difficult i think it was just the range of experiences and talk the way that people talked about things it was anything from we've got women looking up to other women and wanting to be like them they're young you know leaving school at 15 and going on to a, a, a and being looked after and maybe slightly intimidated but looking towards those older women we get that we've got women that want to talk about as i said before the emotions of loss when you lose your job we've got the women talking about the social aspect of it the singing in the workplace the going out together and also to be able to celebrate the skills they had and the pride that they had in the, what they were producing and the pride they continue to have. So it wasn't difficult. And actually, we're, we're just listening to the transcripts at the moment for this book. And it's difficult to capture everything in a film. It's a big responsibility. And there are elements that we couldn't capture all of it and looking at the transcripts which hopefully we can archive will add that extra dimension to what we've presented in the film because at the end of the day we want people to enjoy it but there are elements as well around it that are and i'm not saying the film isn't serious because the film is serious it's got an analytical bit but the stories are bigger than, than what's in the film so there's a lot of stuff there
How many women worked with you in the pottery factories? There was a lot of women that were there, wasn't there? It was um, nearly all ladies. Predominantly women, yes. There was lots of jobs that the men wouldn't do, you know, because we, we sat at a bench and you were piecework and you, you'd got to produce so many pieces a day and it was tedious and just sitting there. A lot of men wouldn't really want to do that. We had um, nurseries for young children here, a lot of nurseries within Stoke-on-Trent compared to the rest of Stafford and that was because they needed the women into work and so that they, they had to provide uh, the nursery care so that, that they could go out to work. And what's next then? Once you've, once you've done Bound by Clay, what plans are for the future? <laughs> well, we've had this kind of talk within the Women's Network and I mean, we, we talked about Bound by Clay too, but I don't think that will happen. What we want to do now is see where we are within the Women's Network, how we put things forward. Um, it's been a big project and people are all the, the women that we, we, we encounter and we connect with through the network have been very enthusiastic about it. But we need to look towards International Women's Day for next year and talk about what other activities we have that can be inclusive. So for us, it's we've finished the project. We want to archive it. We want to make this online resource, which which people within the network are putting together and making it available within the school. So it will go on. It sustain itself as an educational resource. And then there's the book. So in a way, it will have still have a life to it. For the network, we'll be thinking about what next for International Women's Day and, and that we're thinking smaller. This was a big, big project. So now we're, we're thinking about what we'll do next year, making something a bit more crafty. For me, I'm taking uh, the, the archive material. I'll be using it because what I want to do is use it within my research. So I'm going to be looking at the impact of heritage and the acknowledgement of what they call um, non-tangible kind of heritage, which is like industrial skills, that kind of thing, and comparing attitudes towards that with uh, Asheville in North Carolina, where my sister is, and attitudes around heritage. So I'll be doing using that, and I'm doing a, a conference at, in Canterbury in September to talk about the film and responsibility about how the lens that you look through when you're presenting that. So there is an element of this that is one picture, one slice, and how responsibility lies within people that are doing these kind of things and and where you are responsible with, within the area of that as regards heritage and are we being true or are we presenting a picture? So that's my way I'm taking it, I'm segueing in that direction. But for the network, we've got to think about what do we do next and it will be will be a bit smaller. Isn't it amazing how something is you know simple as let's make a film to celebrate women for international women's day and let's celebrate women in the pottery industry because you know that's where we live that's what we do can then just change the course of so much of your life like it has for vicky and just listening to some of the excerpts from the film as well i mean there's an hour's worth of film and i could only give you a couple of minutes of it and barely even a couple of minutes of it if you ha you need to go out and find this film and watch this film because there's so much and obviously the resources that are going to come from it as well it is it is a really emotional film uh, my thanks to Vicky for her time my thanks to everybody at the Stoke and North Staffs Women's uh, Network for letting me be part of this project almost um, 
I got some lovely, lovely presents from them as a thank you. Um, so that meant a lot as well. And uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Hope you've learned something. As always, back next week and next week's interview has already been done. So I have to tell you, it's a cracker. It is an absolute stonker of an interview. Um, you'll have to find out who it is next Wednesday. 